Health is deeper than just physical appearance. When you bring your entire self, body, soul, and spirit in alignment with God's will, there's nothing you can't do. If you're searching to create a manageable blueprint for long-lasting health that is fun, inspirational, and transformative, where you can combine the science of today with biblical truth to develop a plan that you can feel good about, look no further. Welcome to the Fit Christian Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Bryant. I'm a wife, mom, daughter of the king, and clinical exercise physiologist. I'm also the owner of Tampa, Florida's most convenient mobile personal training services, Atmos Effect Fitness. Not only do we bring the fitness to you, but we create an atmosphere where you can feel confident, focused, and able to crush your goals on your terms. In this podcast, we'll journey through fitness using my approach to health that combines 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 with modern science. Because God made you one of a kind, so you would glorify Him by treating your body and your health like a temple. So if you're ready to align your body, soul, and spirit with God through a health and fitness routine that meets your lifestyle, then you're in the right place. Welcome to your new favorite podcast, sweet friend. Fill up your water jug, put on your yoga pants. It's time to get fit. Hello, welcome to the Fit Christian Woman Podcast. I'm Kelsey, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, we are jumping into habits, and this is a part two episode. So if you haven't listened to part one, please go back and do that. Go back and listen to episode 52, because I'm breaking down the science behind habits. To understand habits and the habit loop, you need to listen to the first episode, episode 52 because I cover the habit loop. I want to take a minute to celebrate you being here. Change is hard. Personal reflection is hard. Health is hard. And learning to do things God's way is hard too. But you're here and you're trying and you're soaking in the information and in the word of God. So just give yourself credit because change takes time. Sanctification takes time. And you're working on it, body, soul, and spirit. The last time I asked you in the previous episode, I asked you to do a few things. I asked you to ask yourself to take time and to reflect on habits, on habits that you want to establish and really cement into your life now. And even if you're listening to this and it's not the first of the year and you don't have all those New Year's resolutions, you can start habits anytime. It doesn't even have to be Monday, ladies, okay? You can start establishing habits anytime. This is your life. Take charge of it. Okay, last time I asked you to start reviewing your habits and ask yourself which habits you want to establish and cement now. And then I also had you ask which habits you wanted to leave behind, whether that was negative thinking. For me, it was going to be procrastination. Maybe you want to leave behind imposter syndrome, rejection, unworthiness, eating before bed, any habit you wanted to leave behind, I asked you to write it down. And then what habits did you want to keep? Of course, we want to flourish the positive things. Maybe it's reading a bedtime story to your kids before bed, taking devotional time each morning. Maybe you exercise daily. Those are all good habits that you want to keep. And then my final question was, what habits do you want to adjust? Because habits can be adjusted. 
And then I just wanted you to take time to really notice over the course of the week, the habit loop. So the cue, the routine, and the reward of your habits, especially the ones you want to break. So I just want to ask if you did it, did you write in your journal? Ladies, journaling can change your life. Okay, you are 10 to 100 times more likely to complete a goal if you write it down. Just that, that alone, just writing it down helps the fact of completion 10 to 100 times more likely. So ladies, take this seriously. I'm giving you these tools. If you're listening to the podcast, this is just free information. So put the plans into action and see if your life changes. So it means that if you want to establish habits or break those habits or see real change, you really need to be journaling these things. So we want to move into creating habits today. It's more complicated than establishing a habit loop because you have to create a craving to accompany this loop. So just to review, your day is full of habits not conscious decisions. We run on autopilot and we're actually designed to do so because this helps our brain conserve energy. And when we run on autopilot, whether it's good or bad, your life starts to develop these habits, whether they're healthy or unhealthy. And we just run on these loops. We want to think that we are always in control of our choices, and we are, but we're not always consciously present to make those choices because we're running on these habit loops. So habits run on loops of cue, routine, reward. The cue triggers the brain into selecting which habit to run. Then the routine or the habit occurs. Then there's a reward, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, and this finalizes the loop. The cue and reward become intertwined until it's really like a powerful sense of anticipation and this craving emerges. So habits can become addictive and the cue and the trigger can cause us to feel a reward before we even complete the habit. So let me give you an example. This is why as I drive to the gym, I already feel energized, accomplished, and less stressed because those are the rewards for completing exercise. And I'm already feeling them just by my cue. My cue is driving to the gym and I'm starting to feel the rewards of going, which energizes me to get there, complete my exercises and really relish and feel that sense of energy accomplishment and the decompression of stress in my life. However, on the other hand, If a trigger causes negative feelings, I can begin to feel those just as quickly when triggered as I do the good feelings. So for example, if I'm triggered to snack after dinner when I watch TV, but I want to change this habit, but I haven't yet, then I might feel guilt and shame for eating mindlessly or eating when I'm not hungry. So the cue is the TV, right? You've gotten into this habit of snacking during those times. The routine is snacking, finding the snack, opening your mouth, putting the snack in. And then the reward ends up being guilt and shame. And you're thinking, well, that's hardly a reward. Yeah, I agree. But that is how the loop is completed. So now when you turn on the TV, 
and you feel guilt and shame already before the routine has even happened, you could potentially start eating more because of those negative feelings and really leading to this hopeless feeling to feeling out of control. So let me explain the science. When Wolfram Schultz studied monkeys, he found this link. The study was set up with the monkeys watching a computer screen. He found this link of craving. Okay, the study was set up with monkeys watching a computer screen and seeing these shapes on the screen appear. And then they pull a lever and then they get a drop of juice for completing the task. So the cue was the shapes on the screen. The routine was pulling the lever and the action in there. And then the reward was a drop of juice. And after many repetitions, this created a habit. And that's true for us as well. After many repetitions, we create a habit. So electrodes were inserted into the brains of the monkeys so they could really monitor the whole loop. And as Schultz observed, the brain's response to the juice or the reward, the monkeys' brains would light up as they were experiencing happiness. It would be the same. So the way the brain lights up and experiences happiness, the monkey's brain were lighting up the same way, anticipating this reward. So the minute the monkeys saw the shapes on the screen, the minute they got the cue, the monkey was already anticipating or thinking, I got a reward. So the happiness in their brain lit up. So the monkey's behavior became a habit because there was the cue, the routine, and the reward. And then that habit became stronger and stronger. Just like in my own life, I enjoy the reward of the gym, the reward of exercise. I miss the reward and the feeling if I don't get my workout in. But there was more, of course, right? So the scientists set up distractions for the monkeys. And if you have distractions in your day, just raise your hands. I mean, we all do, right? There are so many distractions in our day, especially if you are a mom of littles or if you're working full-time or if you're a full-time mom and whatever it is, you're set up with so many distractions. So I love this part. So they set up distractions for the monkeys to try to pull them away from their habit. And some monkeys were easily distracted, but the ones that had done the loop the most were focused on the task at hand because they began to anticipate the juice. They began to crave the juice. And that was more pulling than the distractions. They were easily undistracted. They were not distracted as easily because they knew the reward was so great. They liked it. They started to crave it and anticipate it. So the brain activity started to light up when the monkeys would think, I got a reward, even before the juice arrived. The shapes would appear on the screen and the monkeys would think, I got a reward before pulling the lever. And this began to create that craving. The craving really is the driving force for the habit loop. So there oftentimes we think that we can just create new habits, but if we're missing the craving, we won't continue the habit. So similar to me driving to the gym, I crave the feeling of more energy, feeling accomplished, having less stress. All those rewards I'm craving as I'm driving to the gym. Creating a craving for the reward is what keeps the habit going. And the monkeys had to complete the task many times. Okay, so other studies say it takes 21 days to form a habit. 
And this study didn't say it, but it did prove that the monkeys who created the habit, who completed the habit the most, were less distracted. Are you hearing me, ladies, taking time to set your habit that you really want to establish and not being distracted helps you maintain that longer because then the distractions become less and less pulling. You've already cemented it into habits the way that you won't skip it. For my example, for the gym, I don't miss it on the days that I have it scheduled because the craving is there. I've done it. I've completed it. It is what I need, what I want, what I desire, what I crave. So I don't miss it. I don't let distractions come in. I can always schedule anything during my gym time, a different time of the day. I don't let distractions creep in. And I do it because it's became that habit. I understand the craving. I've found the reward. I want that. So I don't let distractions in. So by dedicating time to exercising, you can make it a habit. Once you've established that strong habit, you're less likely to allow distractions in to stop you from completing that habit. And that's what you need to do to create new habits. Okay, so you have to have that cue, the routine, the reward, but then that craving for the reward. That's establishing habits. So it's a little bit different if you thought it would be just as easy as cue, routine, reward from listening to episode 52 and hearing the habit loop. But it's really about creating that craving for the reward. So what about changing habits? If you already have a cue, a routine, and a reward, you can adjust the the routine to change your life, okay? So you have the cue, the routine, and the reward. But if you adjust the routine, that part that we would label the habit, that part that's in the middle, the actual action in the set, you can change your life and give yourself better outcomes. If you have examined your habits from the first episode, some of the habits you wanted to stop this year, some of them you wanted to establish. So see if you can just adjust your habit loop to make some of those habits stick. For example, if you're a stress eater, okay, the cue is stress, the routine is eating, and the reward is emotional relief. You know that there will always be stressors in life. That's just part of it. We don't get to get around that, okay? No matter what stage of life you're in, you will have stress. And if you're a stress eater, you need to start finding a routine that can change the outcome, okay? So there will always be stress. And what you're really seeking is that emotional relief when you stress eat. So if the routine is changed, instead of turning to food, you change the routine to better serve you, you now have changed the habit and changed your life. So let me give you examples. There's still going to be the cue of stress. And what you're looking for is that routine and then the relief, okay? So you could go for a walk, you could journal, you could call a friend to process, or you could pray. And these are just suggestions that you have to create to become automatic. So remember the monkeys, they did the routine. Uh, The ones that did it more had that ingrained behavior and were less distracted. So give yourself grace if you're changing your routine. And if this is a serious change, allow yourself to mess up and keep trying to establish that new habit. 
just with the idea of stress eating, you may be standing there in the pantry, putting chips into your mouth, realizing you're doing it and saying, man, I'm changing this habit. I've done so good. I've done it, you know, five or six times where I've taken the walk. I've called the friend. I've prayed. I've journaled. And you've come to the point and you're standing there and you're kind of in the habit, in the old habit, the habit you want to break. And that's okay. What you do is roll up the bag of chips, put the clip on, put them back in the pantry, turn around and start the new habit, the habit routine, the routine that you want to establish. So you would go for that walk, call the friend, pray, pull out the journal, whatever it is, you would just give yourself some grace, take a breath, and then again, start to ingrain that routine you want. Okay, so let me give you an example from my own life. Standing in front of the mirror. Oh, I used to stand in front of the mirror and beat myself up. I mean, ladies, I can't be the only one. I know I'm not the only one because I've helped many of my clients with this. But I used to stand in front of the mirror and all I could see were my flaws. All I could see were negative things. All I could see were what was wrong with me. And I didn't want to do that anymore. I knew that all that negative talk, even coming from me, or even if it's just in my head, was killing me. It was tearing me down. I couldn't become the person that God was calling me to be if I was my own worst enemy. So I had to teach myself when I stood in front of the mirror that I would not say negative things. It took a while, ladies, or I would say something nice, but ultimately the habit loop was running in my head. Yeah, but you know, your breasts are small or your eyebrows are not even or whatever else. I would give myself a compliment and then I would still have that habit loop running of negative talk. It just kept going. So I would stop myself if I caught myself in there, turn around and walk away. Then the next time I came to the mirror, I would say something nice, something that built myself up, whether it was about my physical appearance, about what I was doing for the day, just encouragement encouragement to myself. And ladies, how many of us need to do this? How many of you need to stand in front of the mirror and look yourself in the eye, like really look yourself in the eye? Because there is a soul and a spirit in there, ladies. You are the physical body, yes, but deep in you, there is a soul and a spirit. And we have been neglecting our souls for so long our talent, our minds, our will, our emotions. We have just been denying them. And I just want you to take a moment, stand in front of the mirror. I learned this from Mel Robbins and just look at yourself in the eyes. Like look yourself in the eyes and just say, hi, I see you. I don't want to beat you up anymore. I want to support you. I want to help you find the true you and to be living for God. Take that minute to stare yourself in the face. I know it sounds awkward, but it will be so freeing for you to say, I see you, I know you, and I want to be on your team. I don't want to be against you any longer. I want to be staring there, standing in front of you, supporting you, cheering you on, going for you because you matter, because God created you. So do that, ladies. Stand in front of the mirror Take that challenge. It is just that a challenge to stand in front of the mirror and talk to yourself, acknowledge yourself, apologize to yourself, whatever you need to do 
to just recognize yourself and say, hey, I got you. I'm going to be different. These things are changing. I'm making the stance to change. Please do that. Don't let your life happen, ladies. Don't let life happen to you. You get to be an active participant. And if you need to establish habits that change your life, like ones that are built on faith, ones that are supported with unlimited encouragement and education, just like this message, and leveling up to that level that you want to live, to the life that you want to live, then register to get more information about my app, my virtual program that will be launching this year. You can find me on Instagram, KelseyB.Bryant, and you can find the link in my bio there. It's time to take control and change your life. Establish the habits that lead to a life worth living. You're worth it. Your family is counting on you. And the world deserves you to be at your best, to contribute what you're here for, and to contribute what you're meant to contribute. I'm cheering you on. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. And I will see you next time in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this episode has really blessed you. And if it has, please tell a friend and leave a review. I appreciate it so much. Plus, it helps to grow the reach of this podcast so more Christian women can find true health too. 